Hi, this is Steve Durr. Today we're going to read from Acts chapter 22, starting in verse 1 and going to verse 23. And uh, we're picking up the story of Paul. Paul, we've been following along with him as he's been traveling the world, sharing the good news of Jesus with both his fellow Jews and Gentiles. And as he's done that, that's created some friction uh, with some Jews from different towns, and especially in Jerusalem. And so Paul has sensed from God that he's supposed to go to Jerusalem, and so he travels there, even though he knows that there is great friction and persecution awaiting him. And so he's in Jerusalem now, and sure enough, it's happened. He's been arrested. He's been abused. They even tried to kill him. And uh, what's Paul's defense going to be? Let's pick it up. He shares his story. So let's hear Paul's story in Acts chapter 22, starting in verse 1. Brothers and esteemed fathers, Paul said, Listen to me as I offer my defense. When they heard him speaking in their own language, the silence was even greater. I'm a Jew born in Tarsus, a city in Cilicia, and I was brought up and educated here in Jerusalem under Gamaliel. At his feet, I learned to follow our Jewish laws and customs very carefully. I became very zealous to honor God in everything I did, just as all of you are today. And I persecuted the followers of the way, hounding some to death, binding and delivering both men and women to prison. The high priest and the whole council of leaders can testify that this is so. For I received letters from them to our Jewish brothers in Damascus, authorizing me to bring the Christians from there to Jerusalem in chains to be punished. As I was on the road, Nearing Damascus, about noon, a very bright light from heaven suddenly shone around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, sir? I asked. And he replied, I am Jesus of Nazareth, the one you are persecuting. The people with me saw the light, but they didn't hear the voice. I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord told me, get up and go into Damascus, and there you will be told all that you are to do. I was blinded by the intense light and had to be led into Damascus by my companions. A man named Ananias lived there. He was a godly man in his devotion to the law, and he was well thought of by the Jews in Damascus. He came to me and stood beside me and said, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And that very hour... I could see him. Then he told me, The God of our ancestors has chosen you to know his will and to see the righteous one and hear him speak. You are to take his message everywhere, telling the whole world what you have seen and heard. And now, why delay? Get up and be baptized and have your sins washed away, calling on the name of the Lord. One day, after I returned to Jerusalem, I was praying in the temple, and I fell into a trance, and I saw a vision of Jesus saying to me, Hurry, leave Jerusalem, for the people there here won't believe you when you give them your testimony about me. But Lord, I argued, they certainly know that I imprisoned and beat those in every synagogue who believed on you. And when your witness Stephen was killed, I was standing there agreeing. I kept the coats that they laid aside as they stoned him. But the Lord said to me, Leave Jerusalem, for I will send you far away to the Gentiles. The crowd listened until Paul came to that word. 
Then with one voice they shouted, Away with such a fellow! Kill him! He isn't fit to live! They yelled, threw off their coats, and tossed handfuls of dust into the air. And so here is Paul giving his defense. And I think what's really interesting here, and we see this in the book of Acts a number of times, the way that Paul communicates the good news of Jesus is often through a story. Sometimes it's through the story of Scripture, the story of Israel. And many times it's through his own encounter with God, his own story. If you've hung around the church at all, maybe you've heard the word testimony. It's his testimony. It's his story of how he encountered Jesus. And stories are powerful. Stories not only convey a truth, a message, but they emotionally grab you. And they're memorable. They're relatable. I mean, have you ever heard someone share a story and your opinion was changed? Or all of a sudden you had grace for them, understanding for them, when before you thought maybe very different about them. Stories grab us. They're an incredible tool that God uses to share life, to share truth, to share him. And so this is what Paul's doing. And it's interesting, Paul follows a pattern that often um, I think is very helpful when learning to share your story. Paul begins this whole thing by saying, here is what my life was like before following Jesus. First and foremost, let me tell you what my life was like before following Jesus. I was the most incredible, religious, superstar, Pharisee Jew. In other words, I was passionate about Judaism, about my faith. I, I, I studied at the feet of one of the greatest Jewish rabbis around, Gamliel. In fact, I was so passionate about my faith that I went and actively persecuted and sought to destroy anything that got in the way of my faith. And that included these followers of Jesus that we were all calling the way. And so Paul is saying, listen, my life before following Jesus was very much in alignment with what your you're doing to me right now. <laughs> you're wanting to stomp out this Jesus thing. And I believe me, I know exactly where you're coming from. I've been there. So here was my life before following Jesus. I wanted nothing to do with him. But then he says, here is how I became a follower of Jesus. In Acts 22, 6 through 16, he, he explains the story of how he encountered Jesus in a powerful way through a vision, through hearing Jesus speak to him through someone being sent to him and him being baptized as a follower of Jesus. So Paul shares, here's what I was like before I followed Jesus. Here's how I became a follower of Jesus. And then he says in Acts 22, 17 through 21, here's what my life now is as a follower of Jesus. Here's what I've been doing now. I've been led by God to bring the good news of Jesus all over the world. This isn't originating with me. It's not like I had this cool idea that Gentiles should get in on this whole thing. It's what I sense God himself is sharing with me. And so I'm bringing the good news of Jesus to the Gentiles. And so Paul here shares this kind of 
three-movement story. Here's what my life was like before following Jesus. Here's how I met and encountered Jesus, this journey I was on. And then here is what my life looks like now as a follower of Jesus. And I think that's a great, helpful pattern for us. Not that it's magical or anything, but I think it's a helpful pattern for us to share our story because we're all called as followers of Jesus to be witnesses, to tell the world about Jesus, to show the world Jesus. And often I think we can get a little concerned that somehow we have to have this great mastery of uh, the Bible or this great mastery of all these truths or be able to answer every question out there. And although those things are great and should be pursued, I think sometimes that stops us from delivering what I think is one of the most powerful tools God has given to us to share the good news of Jesus, and that's your story. If you're a follower of Jesus, you have a story, a story of what your life was like before meeting Jesus, a story of how you began to meet Jesus. And it might be a one-time big event, a rally thing, this meeting you're at, and boom, you know, God grabs your attention. Or it may be a lifelong process, but you share, here's how I've taken my first steps with Jesus. And then here's what my life looks like now. Here's the hope I have. Here's the, the forgiveness I've experienced. Here's the grace that I've encountered. Here's this new life that I'm seeking to live out. Maybe not perfectly, but I'm, I'm seeking to live it out. Your story is powerful. Your story needs to be heard. And so I want to encourage you, if you've never shared your story, if, if you're even unclear of what that is, I want to encourage you just to take a moment, even today if you get a chance, and reflect on those kind of three movements. What's my life like before following Jesus? How did I meet Jesus? And then what's my life like been since then? I encourage you even if it takes to, you want to journal that, you want to write that down, or just even consider it and think about it. And then ask yourself the question, do the people closest to you know your story? I mean, if you have kids, do your kids know your story? Do you know your parents' story if they're followers of Jesus? Or if, if, if your grandparents are followers of Jesus, do you know their story? Your neighbors who are maybe followers of Jesus, do you know their story? Your friends, people in a small group or a life group, people that you kind of do life with, do they know your story? It's an incredible resource to share because it's really God's story. It's God's story working in your life, and it's an incredible gift. Do not, do not underestimate the power of God at work through your story. And so I encourage you to share your story, to hear other people's stories. And one of the cool things about sharing your story, it's not like anyone can argue with you, right? You know, you can argue about the Bible sometimes. You can argue about different truths, different interpretations, all that, you know. But when you say, here is how I've encountered Jesus. Here's how my life has been touched and changed and, and molded. And I'm, I'm continuing to experience that. It's not like someone can say, no, that's not been your experience. <laughs> say, no, it has been. And it's my story. And so I encourage you to learn your story, to craft your story, to think about your story, to recall your story, and then to share your story. And then the last bit about this passage that we read, and, and it's really quite sad. Paul said that he sensed from God that he was to go far away to the Gentiles. 
and it, the crowd was listening until it became that moment. And when he mentioned the Gentiles, they wanted to kill him. And that just gives me a question. You know, here they are. They're offended at God's gracious action toward Gentiles and Paul's response to do that. And it made me ask this question, who do I want to keep beyond the reach of God's love and mercy? That's just a good little question to hang out there. So today, the challenge is, the invitation is to know your story, to share your story, and to not put a limit on who God wants to reach through your story. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for the way you get involved in every single one of our lives. For those who maybe today aren't yet followers of Jesus, right now, this is a part of their story of you reaching out to them, of you telling them that you love them, that you're inviting them to life with you, and we thank you for that. And for those of us who are followers of Jesus, God, would you give us insight and wisdom, opportunities to know our story and share our story. May we encourage each other with the story that you're writing in each of our lives. And so we just recognize that you love the world, that you love us, and may we be a part of seeing the world come to know and embrace and experience you as we share what you've done in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.